You are listening to Announce, Season 2, Episode 35. They did what? You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Have you heard of some of those crazy challenges going on around on social media? In the past few years, there have been a few such as the ice bucket challenge, where a person has a full bucket of cold ice water poured out over their head. <laughs> Ooh. The cinnamon challenge, where the participant snorts cinnamon up their nose. Ouch. And even the ridiculous Tide Pod challenge, where some numbskull pops a tied laundry detergent pod in their mouth and eats it. Really? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Only today's youth would be stupid enough to do stuff like this. But hold on there a minute. This is not the only time in history when people did stupid stuff. Back in the 1800s, there was the staged train crash. Yep, you could buy a ticket to witness a head-on collision between two steam locomotives. <laughs> and the seance which also gained popularity in the 1800s. Talented con artists, who, for the right price, would put you in touch with the dear departed, or Napoleon, or King George. Pretty believable stuff, when they had spiked your refreshments with laudanum or cocaine beforehand. Or going back a bit further, a practice known as bundling. Now, this is an interesting one. In this case, it was not about combining services in your insurance or phone service, but instead it was about bundling a young man and a young woman who were courting tightly into separate blankets or sacks and then placing them in the same bed overnight together. This was done with the parents' knowledge and permission and with the expectation the two wouldn't participate in any hanky-panky outside the sack or blanket they were presumably each tied separately and tightly into. What could be the problem here? Well, it seemed quite common for the bundled couple to be hastily wed about a month later, and their child was usually born about one month earlier than expected. <laughs> Moving into the early 1900s, a fad known as flagpole sitting became popular. People would perch on the top of a flagpole for days, trying to make records on who could stay up there the longest. Alvin Shipwreck Kelly set the world record at 49 days, with 20,000 people watching. A most riveting spectator event, to be sure. Hey, sweetie, hand me some popcorn. Kind of looks to me like his left foot's starting to slip. I think it may have moved an inch or two over the last four hours. Uh, how hard is the wind blowing tomorrow? <laughs> well, then the brilliant goldfish craze. Yep, goldfish. Instead of swallowing Tide Pods, they were swallowing live goldfish. Back in 1939, the record number swallowed on the Harvard campus was 24. Then, in 1974, the record was set in California at 300. That's almost enough to make a guy swear off sushi. Well, in the 1950s, there was another uncomfortable trend. Stuffing public phone booths with as many people as you could get into them and still get the door closed. In the 1960s, they moved on to stuffing VW Beetles with people. Probably not a good move today in the era of COVID and social distancing. Dr. Fauci would not be pleased. In the 1970s, we moved on to the innocuous pet rock. Yep, it was just a rock. Cleaned and polished a little, 
but just about everybody bought one. And then the disco scene, the music, the dancing, the styles. Don't know how I could ever believe I looked good in polyester pants, wide-collared shirt, and a powder blue double-knit jacket. But I still secretly enjoy the music of uh, the disco era now and then. And then there was streaking, taking off everything except your shoes and running through a public event. And if we weren't all traumatized enough by that, in the 80s and 90s, we got the mullet hairstyle, sagging pants, Pokemon, and fanny packs. And to top it off, we also started to dance the Macarena. In the new millennium, we've experienced the onset of energy drinks, with levels of caffeine increasing to the point where one 12-ounce serving is the equivalent of about six cups of coffee. Fantasy sports leagues and auto-tune in most songs by Justin Bieber, Rihanna, Usher, and Beyonce, to name just a few. By 2010, the humble food truck arose to a grand new stature. Not just hot dogs, onions, mustard, and relish anymore, my friend. No, some have become more popular than a five-star restaurant. People accepted the mannequin challenge, took pictures of themselves planking in the strangest places. Oh, and we also got the selfie twerking, and Zumba. So here's the ounce. Every generation has a way of challenging the wisdom, patience, and sense of humor of the one who came before. But we all have our moments. Be careful looking back with an eye of condemnation on the actions of people in a society before you. You really don't know what was in their hearts or their heads. But it probably made sense at the time. And likewise, when looking at what is happening in our world today, the same principle applies. Well, except for the Tide Pod Challenge. That's just really stupid. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Next time on An Ounce, we'll take a look at two respected men of stature and the choices they made. What is the ounce we can gain from their examples? Tune in and find out. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. I cannot believe you actually wore a powder blue double knit polyester tuxedo at our wedding. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Dang it. And for those of you who don't believe it, we'll go ahead and post a picture of it on the website. It was all good in my heart, really. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.